And the Word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We heard that line a few moments ago in today's Gospel. We heard it at Mass on Christmas Day. We all heard it, I'm sure, many times before. That's good. It's a good thing. Because that line expresses one of the foundational truths of Christianity, namely that the second person of the Blessed Trinity assumed a human nature and came into this world, into the world that he himself created. However, my brothers and sisters, there is a danger here. The danger is that we've heard this truth so often that we lose sight of how radical it is. The idea that an all-knowing, all-powerful, almighty God would step down from his heavenly throne and be born into this sinful world, in a stable no less, that's foreign to other religions. It really was the ultimate act of humility, as well as an act of infinite love. That's something we should ponder, especially during this season of the year. What was it like for God to become man in Christ? What was it like for God to humble himself in this way? Those are important questions. Best answer to those questions I've come across in my priesthood was given, were given many years ago by Bishop Fulton Sheen. It's not a definitive answer to the questions, but it does give us some insight on the issue. Bishop Sheen basically said, imagine that you were very much concerned with the condition of dogs in your town. They'd become unruly and wild. They barked at postmen, they bit joggers, they refused to be housebroken. In short, the dogs in your town were leading incredibly rotten lives. But you love dogs very much, even more than Father Najim does. And you were given the power to empty yourself of your humanity so that you could put your mind and your soul into the body of a dog. And you chose to do so. That would mean, among other things, that even though you had a mind that far transcended your organism, you'd no longer be able to use your reason. You'd have to follow instinct from now on. You could no longer speak and sing. All you could do was bark. Worst of all, Sheen would say, you'd have to spend the rest of your life with dogs, endlessly looking for fire hydrants and trees. And then after you spend your entire life and all your energy trying to make these dogs better, in the end they turn on you and tear you to pieces. Sheen used to say, if it would be hard, and it would be hard, I don't care how much you love dogs, if it would be hard for us to imagine becoming a dog in order to teach dogs to be good, how much more must it have been for God to become a man. And Sheen was right because in the great chain of being, my brothers and sisters, it's actually a much smaller step to go from man to dog than it is to go from God to man. The gap between dogs and human beings is much smaller than the gap between us and the Lord. So how could we ever think that God doesn't love us? How could anyone ever think that? If he was willing to humble himself in this way and then go to the cross 33 years later, he must love us beyond what we can even imagine. Today at this Mass, let's pray that God will give us the grace to believe that and to believe it always. May he also give us the grace to spread the message to the many people out there in the world right now who unfortunately don't believe it.